Today is the Feast of Christ the King Sunday. It's the last Sunday of our church year, and it's sort of like the week before New Year's Eve, taking stock of the year past, looking ahead to what new things God will do in the year to come. It's the Sunday that we especially reflect on Jesus Christ as our King. Perhaps a somewhat foreign concept to our American minds, but no matter our natural categories of power, Jesus is Lord just the same. And it's in that spirit that I offer these words this morning. Two weeks ago, you'll remember, I preached about how Jesus told the Sadducees who questioned him in the temple that Yahweh is the God of the living and not of the dead. That that is a great blessing indeed. It is God's greatest gift to us, that we are humans, that we are alive. You may have noticed in today's Psalm 46 that there's a refrain that picks up on this theme. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. The God of Jacob, the poet who composed this prayer, invokes the living God of a living man, Jacob. But something that's interesting about this is that Jacob was so changed by his relationship with God that he was renamed. Jacob came to be known by the name Israel in his later years because he was so transformed by God's presence and activity in his life. So the psalmist invokes this God who changes and transforms and makes over broken people so completely that they are given a new name and are come to be known by a new identity. Another such person, though his name is not changed, is our own Saint Augustine. He lived his early years, as you probably know, in great uh, disrepute and wildness. He had a wild youth. But God took hold of his heart as he reflects in the confessions and his life track and his life um, worldview is completely changed. He reflects on this Psalm 46, thinking about its meaning in his own life and what he believed it revealed about God and about our relationship with him. 1,500 years later, his timeless wisdom still rings true. He says that until a person gives up all lords, all rules, all commitments, all allegiances other than God, the God made known in Jesus Christ, Yahweh, no person will find peace. No person will find, as the psalm says in verse 1, refuge. And we are, all of us, refugees, aren't we? All searching for a safe place to dwell, all looking and longing for a home to call our own, a place to rest, a place to thrive, a place to heal and to be well. And this psalm And St. Augustine tell us that this refuge we seek and long for in the depths of our hearts is found only in surrendering our life and all of its content 
all of our ambitions, all of our worries, and all of our brokenness to God. The psalm itself takes on many kingdoms where we humans may seek to find safety. In the first few verses, the psalmist addresses nature. The earth shakes, the mountains tremble, they fall into the sea, the sea itself rages and foams. If we put our trust in nature, the psalmist is saying, in anything that's created, even in the very ground on which we stand, we are doomed. We see through earthquakes and floods, hurricanes and tornadoes, global warming and frigid temperatures that humans are ultimately and always at the mercy of nature, the powerful elements of the earth. After revealing this hard truth, the psalmist refrains, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Then in the middle section of the psalm, the poet continues, moving to talk about the structures, barriers, safety nets that we humans create for ourselves in our cultures and societies, our civilizations and economic theories, in our networks of safety within cities and municipalities, within nations, our great political machines. I hardly have to tell this congregation of the danger of trusting in a political machine to save us. <laughs> we are living in the midst of great brokenness in our country. Systems have left behind those who are ill and cannot afford health insurance, those who desire and cannot afford a safe home to live in. I know that each one of you have seen this with your own eyes. The nations make much ado, the psalmist says, and the kingdoms are shaken. Putting trust in, trying to find safety in the kingdom of our nation and our systems of government will bring no real refuge, no lasting peace. And again, the psalmist reminds us in verse 9, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Finally, in the last section, the psalmist tells us positively what to do. Turn away from nature, the things you see around you and the ground that you stand on as a refuge. Turn away from man-made governments and created political machines to find your refuge and lasting peace. Do be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I will overcome and restore the earth and nature, God says. I will be exalted in it. I will rule and restore all nations, God promises. The thing that we are called to do, what God says will bring that peace, will give us that refuge for which we long, is to be still, to know that Yahweh, the God of the living, is king 
this ruler is ultimate, bigger than any tragedy or trial, stronger than any governmental declaration or gale force wind. St. Augustine argues that this refuge that God provides is not a stronghold that would shield and weaken us. It isn't a refuge from the world. It isn't an escape from tragedy or trial, not a withdrawal from all creation and nature. It isn't a removal or retiring from engagement with our government or our neighbors but it's a refuge in the midst of all these raging storms and shifting seas and changing political alliances and changing cityscape. In the middle of the living, the middle of messy and broken life, right smack dab at the center of trial, at the lowest point of tragedy, when the horror socks you in the gut. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. God does not save us from difficult circumstances. God does not pluck us out of hardship and frustration. Would that he did. And that's the temptation, isn't it? We struggle with the overwhelming temptation to numb ourselves to the world and to evil, to bury our heads in alcohol or in consumption, to drown out suffering by rigid routines and self-imposed strictures, to cling to the comfortable habits that are actually just prison bars, keeping us from the dynamic life that God has created for us to enjoy. God provides peace and refuge in the middle of destruction and darkness, in the center of the evil that whirls around us and the illness that might take our loved ones and the broken relationships that make us ache with loneliness. God opens his arms to be our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He indeed has been there himself at the death of his own best friend, Lazarus, at the betrayal of a trusted companion, Judas, at the doubt of his very own family, at the injustice of government and the darkness of evil creeping around the corners of his mind. So will you... Say and pray with me the last verse of this psalm one more time. Be still then and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Amen.